It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian Radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerd. You're tuned in to episode 457 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and a nerd culture missionary here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And I'm Mo, sidekick to the Chief Radio Nerd, here to bring the facts and fire to your day. I have not updated my intro like Matt has, but where is my coffee? <laughs> today on the show, Disney Pixar's Turning Red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also on the show today, Taco Bell's Unintended Consequences. But first, today is Monday, April 4th, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. But before we get to those, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cannon. Happy birthday to you. Today is my middle child's 15th birthday. So everybody say nice. happy birthday. He's 15 already. He is 15. Wow. I know. Topher will be 17 this year. Isn't that crazy? That's, that's creepy. Uh, you say creepy or crazy? Uh, uh, it's a little bit of everything. <laughs> like every time that I say it, I get like, I, I feel like I'm going to pass out. I really do. It just keeps uh. getting taller and ganglier. It's so creepy. <laughs> Actually, he's not getting ganglier. It's no? weird. Like he's, Is he starting to... to Fill in? I guess maybe just from where he's playing tennis now. <laughs> oh, okay. And yeah, that like his good. shoulders are kind of broadening. Upper, and, you know, yeah. Upper body uh, growth. Yeah, here. he looks less like a weird, awkward giant and more like a man. That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good timing for that. <laughs> okay, so along <laughs> with my middle child's birthday, it is National Walk Around Things Day. Yeah. So instead of bending over to pick them up, Today is the day where we give our backs a break and we just walk around them. That makes so much more sense than how I interpreted it. <laughs> so instead of just barreling through things, <laughs> causing all kinds of problems. <laughs> Can't go over I, it. I was thinking of the, the Frasier episode where Martin accidentally gets high. Wouldn't you ever just like to go straight over the buildings, over the cars? <laughs> That's what a giant would do. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So, no, Bowl really. Bowl the China shop day. Yeah. Like yeah. We're just says. giving our backs a break. That's all that it is. We are just leaving things where that's, they are. That's tomorrow, Matt's problem. That's right. It'll never be tomorrow. That's right. Listen, in Italian, the word for that is allora. So, just say allora and walk around it. All right. Uh, it's also a day that I do not... I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. I'm amazed. I put I put this together, and I'm still just like I don't understand. Oh gosh. Okay, I need somebody to clip that. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I need that sound bite, please, for future oh, future references. Today, there's also a holiday today that I do not promote, even mm. slightly, a little bit. Um, it's Tell a Lie Day. Mm. Listen, guys, if Are you can't you be honest, right no, 
No. <laughs> if you can't be honest, just be quiet. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Got it, Matt? <laughs> That's right. You just keep sitting over there being quiet. Okay. Because you can't be honest. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> um, it's also National Vitamin C Day. Getting my vitamin C in, I'm pretty sure. It's orange flavored, at least. (laughs) Orange flavored monster energy drink, right? That's got some vitamin C in it, I'm sure. I mean, probably somewhere. Mm, No, vitamin B6, vitamin B12. Wow, 490% of my daily uh, recommended vitamin B12. I have 120% of my daily recommended vitamin B12 in my my sugar-free Red Bull here. A little bit better. We uh, are not promoting energy (laughs) drinks. We are just... We're just incredibly tired. That's exactly right. With incredibly long days still to go. Um, and then lastly, it is International Carrot Day. Mm-hmm. I like carrots. carrots. Carrots are good. Do you like carrots? I do like carrots. I mean, do you know, I still... one of my favorite ones. I, one of my favorite things about carrots is how it turns babies' oranges, babies' noses orange. Huh? You've never noticed that? No. If, okay, so, you know, carrots are one of those, like, staple baby foods that they get in the little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a ton of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if your baby eats a lot of carrots, it will turn their nose orange. Yeah. You've never noticed that? (laughs) I've never noticed it happening. I've noticed, I mean, mean, I've seen like house and scrubs or whatever. That's like if you eat a whole bunch of carrots, if you eat too many carrots all day, every day, your skin will turn orange. But I never really thought about just like. Well, with a baby, I don't know if it's because (laughs) it's like, you know, the first time that their bodies are really getting. Those nutrients, and yeah, sucking you know, it all in. Uh huh. And so Ooh, their nose. little their little nose will be an orange tint. <laughs> it's the cutest thing. I love it. So uh, our friend Tad Hall in our chat has a point. Shut up. You have lied nope. today. <laughs> you said you're drinking coffee and you're drinking Red Bull. No, I didn't say that I was drinking po- coffee. I said, "Where is my coffee?" <laughs> oh, okay. Technicality. Uh huh. So Goes I didn't in lie. Most favor. Uh-huh. See? <laughs> and was... to be fair, I've already drank two cups, so. Right. So I know that you have been on a trip of very high importance. Yes. Please try and keep your recapping of this <laughs> relatively my short. My recapping cross-country <laughs> excursion. Uh, so my mom. You good, bro? I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my mom got married. Um at the last week of March. And so I was able myself and my family, we were able to go out. I feel like the view of the camera is weird. I'll fix it. Go ahead. Um, my family and I were able to drive out to Tennessee and my brother and my sister and I joyfully, thankfully, very willingly gave her away to her husband. (laughs) Please take her. Uh, listen, at the rehearsal dinner, I, or the rehearsal, I said that as the, the pastor was like, okay, so who gives this bride to her husband? And I was like, praise God we do. (laughs) (laughs) You can have her. She is yours now. Um, no, I'm just kidding. She is, my mom is as an adult now, she is one of my best friends. I love her dearly. And it was amazing to be able to stand up next to her and, and see her finally happy and see her um, 
finally getting the wedding day that she has dreamt of for years. So <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. And all of the kids were up there, my children. Um, and then Chris was up there on uh, my now. All oh, right. He had to come separately, right? Stepdad's side. Is he my stepdad? Like, he ain't my dad. He ain't my stepdad. Because I'm a grown woman. I'm 37 years old. Well, I don't yeah, need no it's dad. Still, it's still, <laughs> still technically your stepdad. <laughs> he is still technically my stepdad. But I will say that's the one thing that I love about this gentleman is while he has realized that my mom's children, all three of us now are adults. My sister turned 18 this past year. All right. Yeah. So all three of us are now adults. Um, he doesn't have to parent us. He doesn't have to fill in the shoes of being a dad, Mm. but he has very much stepped in the role of being a granddad to my kids. And I love that. I really do. I'm so thankful for that. In that way. But anyway, yeah, Chris had to fly out. The kids and I drove from here in New Mexico all the way the 22 hours to Tennessee, um, which really wasn't all that bad. We did it in two days. Wasn't terrible. Um, And then we spent three days in Gatlinburg, went to Dollywood, and then drove the hour and a half further east to where my mom lives and got to see... My brother-in-law and sister-in-law, Chris's brother and sister, and then their families, um, all the cousins, and got to see my mom, of course, and my brother who lives in Georgia. So, yeah, it was good. It was it was a really good time. It was a fast week. That was all that it was, one week, <laughs> and it flew by. But I am still very much catching up from my lack of sleep. And now we have D now right. happening. So. And while you were there, you met somebody. In person, right? <gasps> yes, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, fun story. I actually, the three days that we were in Gatlinburg on our last morning there, we went into Pigeon Forge, which is just outside of Gatlinburg. And um, yeah, met some random redhead and her, her family. <laughs> and her clan. And had brunch with them. No, she's definitely not random. Um, got to meet... Our friend, KY Redhead, um, Hillary, who is often in our Discord chats and rants and whatnot, Mm -hmm. um, often a part of the the show. And she was a part of the brawl. She was. Yeah. Um, So anyway. Very entertaining part. (laughs) Yes. Yep. She got a kick. I think she laughed the most out of all the contestants. Oh, my gosh. So I listened to the brawl on our way home um, from Tennessee. And... I don't know how I didn't wreck while driving because I was already (laughs) exhausted. At this point, Chris was supposed to be driving because I drove all the way out there and now we were heading home and he was supposed to be driving, but somehow I got stuck driving again. We won't go into that. Um, But I was like, fine, I'll listen to the brawl. That'll keep me awake. And I'm like laughing so hard at certain parts that I'm bawling (laughs) and then I'm arguing there were uh oh man what was it it was with Meg and the cloud (sighs) what flies and I'm like clouds don't fly and Chris wakes up and looks over at me and I'm like no you're not gonna say anything right now If you knew what was no happening. Context. No context whatsoever. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> it Gosh. was 
gosh, that's funny. Yeah. So I got to meet KY and her three boys and her husband and her boys are amazing, which it was fun to meet her youngest who thinks that Toffee is like this super celebrity. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And we walked around Pigeon Forge and ate brunch and it was, it was weird, but it was cool because it was like, just like we had been best friends for forever and our families had been friends for forever. Right. It was odd how just this first time meeting, how we all just fit, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway. That's fantastic. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I am super jelly. You should be. But I'm looking forward to uh, a few of those experiences because LTN Con this year, finally again in person and in, where is it? Kentucky? (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere over there. Uh, Yeah, it's Kentucky. It's going to be like, it's in a little suburb of Louisville. And so my whole family's coming. Y'all want to come. Is this an invite? Mm-hmm. What <laughs> month is it in? October. Are we going to like... Mid-October. Can we record from We're there? We're going to be recording from <gasps> there. <laughs> okay, but does it align with a school break? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh, well. But I'll it's figure, only like... I'll figure it out. Half a week. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, we can get Why it not? done. Yeah. Heck but Yeah. yeah. You Heck should yeah. come. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm going ahead and I'm saying yes now. Even if like I have to jump in y'all's van and ride in the very in back, the back with end. all the luggage. Yes. Yeah. Woohoo! It's gonna be fun. Okay. All right. So uh my story is less exciting. Are you sticking to it? Uh yeah, well it's 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 in limbo at the moment. Oh, okay. Let me explain. Um, for roughly the last bulk of the year, I have been dealing with like irritated skin right up here over my ears. And I have thought like it's itchy and dry and terrible all the time. And it, and sometimes makes me very miserable. And I have thought that it's because I'm wearing headphones (laughs) Uh, I thought it's because I'm wearing headphones all the time. Like I literally have it. Get over here. I literally have headphones on um, at least half the day every day because that's what I do for my job at home too. I just had the realization like three days ago, four days ago, that I have been wearing for about the same amount of time metal glasses, which I have not had a pair of in almost two decades. Ooh, man. Like since 2006, I've had plastic frames, including these. You done giving yourself an allergic reaction. I think I've just been making myself miserable because I've had an allergic reaction to that metal. Mm -hmm, Probably. So I'm I was going to say it could be psoriasis. Yeah, but... uh, I mean, I've tried other things to relieve it. Nothing. And nothing's helped. And so this is day four or five as of this recording of me wearing my plastic glasses again. And plastic glasses? Plastic glasses. <laughs> <laughs> my safety glasses. <laughs> and uh, so far, it's definitely lessened. Oh, well. I, unless it's a placebo effect. So I don't know if it's nickel. I mean, it's a, it was, it's colored in a copper color. So I don't know if it, I doubt it is actual copper, 
but I don't know what it is. I don't know what the metal is. Uh, don't ask me. <clears throat> well, they're asking in chat. No, 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 no. So, yeah. So I feel, I feel really dumb that that never occurred to me as a possibility. Hey, that's the second time. <laughs> I'm just already I've, this my, <laughs> week that you have noted your stupidity. I brain. haven't said anything. It's just just in the first segment. It's, it's the just, second time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, you're not dumb. I don't know. You have you have a lapse know. in judgment. The older I get, occasionally, the but... the less wise I appear to be. Well. <laughs> The older I get, the more easily hurt I get. So like, like physically, okay. no, I knew that's where you were going physically. I'm washing my hair in the shower and I turn my neck too quickly and I'm like, ah, I can't move. I am stuck in this position. It's bad. Oh gosh. All right. Now it is time for Mo's fact of the day. Vitamin C is only... Stays in your system for 24 hours. Sorry. Is only stays in your system. Is only, is only stays in your system <laughs> for 24 hours. Uh, vitamin C is water soluble. So it's almost impossible to overload your system. If you do happen to consume too much of the vitamin at once, you'll just excrete it by urination. Mm. This also means that you can't take this vitamin once a week and expect for it to have a residual effect. You have to take it every day to see effects. I see. Yeah. That's what I've I've heard like most most vitamins or like supplements or whatever that you take, you pee out like 95% of it. You pee out? You pee out. You pee, you pee out. You out 95% of it. You yelled at me. <laughs> but you, you kept going. I stopped. <laughs> I just finished my sentence. That was all. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Jeshua Horka, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing the tabletop role-playing game Fantasy Age by Chris Promise. Fantasy Age by itself is a generic high fantasy game. It covers all the bases you will probably want. You got elves, dwarves, gnomes, halflings, humans, and orcs. You got mages, warriors, rogues. If you're looking for a fresh venue for your next high fantasy campaign, Fantasy Age is the perfect cauldron for your next epic tabletop concoction. The dice mechanic in Fantasy Age is really great. Instead of rolling a single die, you roll 3d6. Two of your dice should be the same color, and one of them should be a separate color to symbolize the stunt die. Whenever you roll, if you roll doubles on any of the three dice and the total equals a success, you generate stunt points equal to what you rolled on the stunt die. For combat rolls, this allows you to add special effects onto your attacks. For skill checks, this allows you to add different dramatic effects so you complete a skill with particular flair. I'm also a fan of this system as it makes figuring out the difficulty level of tasks pretty simple. Because you're rolling three dice most of the time, the common roll result is 10. So if you ever find yourself needing to roll a higher number than 10, especially 12 or higher, you should probably spend some resources or use a class ability to give yourself a bonus. Characters also get talents as they level up, which in D&D terms can be thought of as feats. 
what I like about this system is that talents have three levels of mastery, novice, journeyman, and master. It's up to the individual player how their character will progress. They can focus on and master a few talents or spread out the points and be novices in many random talents. So even though there are only three initial classes to pick from, they can be customized in a myriad of ways. The game system itself is much more rules light and narrative than D&D, but it still has enough crunch to make things interesting. Anyone looking for a similar game system should give it a try. I'm Jeshua, and this has been Reviews of the Nerds. show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and hey make sure you're following us on all the socials we're on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just search for at the back row ltn and connect with us well now it is time for ssa news what <laughs> uh we're gonna share a weird norse 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 story a weird news story with you and build a blue dilemma card for a future sunday school answers pack that's right y'all here we go news story of the day man loses drastic amount of weight in protest after taco bell removes his favorite menu item i mean if you're going to have a reason. A Taco Bell fan has reached a weight loss milestone after committing to exercising every day in protest of the removal of one of its menu items. The dedicated man has documented his journey on TikTok, where he immediately makes the reason for his protest clear in his username, at Stuffed Nacho. The TikToker began his journey last January, where he shared a video to document day one of exercising every day until Taco Bell brings back the grilled stuffed nacho. I don't... <laughs> For those unfamiliar with the product, grilled stuffed nacho consists of a flour tortilla wrapped to resemble a nacho and stuffed with beef, cheesy jalapeno sauce, red tortilla strips, and sour cream. It was last available in May 2015, meaning it's been nearly seven years since the customer could get his hands on one. But stuffed nacho evidently never gave up hope, so much so that he decided to launch his protest last year. More than 400 days later, Taco Bell still does not have the grilled stuffed nacho on its menu, and stuffed nacho... Uh, at Stuff Nacho is continuing his exercise every day. He's racked up more than 300,000 followers on the platform and shares videos of himself working out on the treadmill, the leg press, and the pull-up bar, among other exercises. And throughout his journey, he's lost an impressive amount of weight. Uh, just last year, he celebrated a milestone in his journey. Uh, he is... Wow. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> As he shared the video showing his transformation along with the caption, I'm finally under 200 pounds, first time in over 10 years. Like, the before and after picture, are, it's quite drastic. Mm-hmm. Quite drastic. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, pretty inspiring. Um, but what happens if they bring back the grill stuff? That's the thing. <laughs> I can't. I do I don't feel like this was the right way to go about protesting. 
Uh, let's see here. Stuff Nacho looked to have a breakthrough earlier this year when he revealed that a Taco Bell branch had actually catered to his desires and created a grilled stuffed nacho just for him, and he made clear the result wasn't the end of his journey. After sharing footage of himself devouring the meal, the TikToker explained, people seem to think that just because Taco Bell made me a grilled stuffed nacho, that means our mission was accomplished. But if you look at my videos, I never said I would exercise every day until they gave me one. I said I would exercise every day until they brought it back. And that means for everyone. So while at Stuff Nachos plowing uh, on with his mission and the grilled Stuff Nachos still very much absent from the menu, the TikToker has been encouraged to keep it up by followers. I mean, that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> but, but again, I don't think if he really wants it back on the menu, I don't think this was the right way to go about it. I don't know. Taco Bell is going to be a total jerk if they bring it back to the menu. And then this dude is like, okay, I'm done exercising now. Give him, give him a Taco Bell black card with unlimited uh, free grilled stuff nachos. That's the thing. This is like, there is no winning for Taco Bell in this situation. <laughs> Am I the only one I that sees it that way? No, because, I mean, this is getting Taco Bell publicity. He loves this menu item so much that uh, he's devoted to losing weight. I don't know until he gets it back. It still, it still puts Taco Bell in a I love this Taco Bell for one reason or another kind of position. Yeah, sure. No, but, like, the whole point is for Taco Bell to... To bring it back. To bring it and back. They can't, they can't do it without ruining the... Yes. Yeah, okay. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's not an easy, clean Taco Bell win. brings back this item, and the dude's like, cool, all right, I'm done exercising now. <laughs> and, and now this TikToker, who has become healthy, is now not going to exercise, but is also going to eat probably a whole heck of a lot of grilled stuff nachos. <laughs> And it's going to be all Taco Bell's fault. I get it. For bringing it back on the menu. I get it. Maybe they, maybe they just bring it back for a month Listen, and give him a month off. The dude needs a mo <laughs> in his life. I'm just going to say that. He needs somebody like me who's going to be like, bro, what, what's the goal? What's the goal oh, here? I, mean, I think he's very clear what the goal is. <laughs> he wants his grilled stuff nachos back. But when it comes back, your butt better remain in the gym because you've come too far. You can't give it up. Just give him a month. Just Taco Bell, bring it back one month a year. No. Give him one month off. Matt, you and I both know all it takes is a couple days of not doing something. I don't know what you're talking we're about. Like, I have perfect self-control. Deuces. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. This is... Oh, and that brings us to our dilemma card that we're going to mail. So today's blue dilemma card to add to our future expansion pack of Sunday School Answers is exercising every day until Taco Bell brings back blank. <laughs> this has been SSA News, sponsored by BackRowGames.com. <laughs> All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. Thank you. 
We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize intentional community. Join our Facebook group by searching Love Thy Nerd Community. And if you not only like us, but, you know, like us, like us, you should join our Discord server at lovethynerd.com slash discord. We've got game lobbies, focused chat channels, spoiler rooms, and a whole bunch of niche nerdiness. Bottom line, we want to hang out with you. Come join us. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. This week, we're looking at turning red and its backlash. But before we jump into our discussions, Mo and I have a side venture called Backrow Games, home of several Christian tabletop games, including our two most popular, Judge Not and Sunday School Answers. Sunday School Answers is the original Christian knockoff of, knock off of Cards Against Humanity. All the awkward fun without the need to bathe in bleach afterwards to get all the sin off. We've got some big updates for you. Last month, we released the White Box, our largest expansion yet, with 266 new cards to add to your original game. And this week, we've released three new booster packs. The Music Pack, the Cool Youth Pastor Pack, and the Your Dumb Ideas Pack, which is a small pack of blank cards for you to write your own card ideas with uh, inside jokes from your friends and your family. <laughs> uh, so this month, we're once again teaming up with Love Thy Nerd and their community, our community, the community that we're in, to create a new supersized expansion deck, the Gamer Deck. You can be a part of it. Submit your white answer card ideas, and if they are picked to be in the pack, your name will be on the card forever. To submit your ideas, visit lovethynerd.com slash SSA form. All one word. You can check it all out and get your copy of Sunday School Answers at backrowgames.com. This week, we're talking about turning red and some of the controversy around it. But today, we're just going to give our thoughts on the movie overall. Uh, as is typical when we do a movie <laughs> review week, we will be very spoilery. That is a word. So if you haven't seen it yet and don't want the movie spoiled, best to take a break for a bit and catch up with the podcast after you watch it. So here's a quick synopsis of the movie. Set in Toronto circa 2003, Pixar's Turning Red centers on 13-year-old Maylin May Lee, uh, voiced by Rosalind Chiang. Rosalie. Rosalie Chiang. Chiang? 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 A rule-following middle schooler who's the only child of her overprotective parents, uh, type A Ming and Quiet Jin, who run a Buddhist temple in the city's Chinatown. May and her three best friends, Miriam, Priya, 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 Priya mm-hmm. and Abby... Uh, and are infatuated with pa- popular, popular, boy band Four Town. 
which has five members, <laughs> and they make a reference to it in the movie, and it still didn't lessen the fact that it's ridiculous. Uh, and they crash on a local teen who works at a convenience store. One morning, after an unsettling dream about both real and celebrity boys, May wakes up transformed into a literal red panda. Uh, she finds out that the uh, metamorphosis is an ancestral rite of passage for the women in her family when they reach puberty, but that a lunar ceremony can confine the panda into an amulet. Since strong emotions can bring on the transformation, May must call upon all her meditation skills to resist the change until the ceremony can take place. That works for a while until her friends convince her that changing into the panda could be fun and lucrative. So, Mo, let's just be generic uh, for now. What are some of your initial thoughts about the movie, especially given that you have a daughter almost this age? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mila will be 11 in just a couple weeks. And so she's right there, um, right there in the age range. And I've got to say, I didn't watch the movie with her, Chris did, but I did then re-watch the movie with Chris, and Chris was like, you realize this movie was written for your daughter, right? Yeah. Um, she loved it, thought that it was absolutely awesome and brilliant, and there were so many aspects of the movie that she understood and got and just kind of fell right in line with. Hmm. I think that she would probably be one of May's best friends, quite honestly. So... Um, I did have a really difficult time deciphering was this set when I was a teenager or is this current times? Because that just tells you like how much of today's generation. <laughs> yeah. Are falling back into some of our, yes, our culture yeah, yes. for back then. Uh huh. Yeah. The whole time I'm like, wait, <clears throat> hold up. They do that now. I see. <laughs> I see my fifth graders wearing these same things, saying these same things, giggling girling over some of the same things that yeah the girls do in the movie anyway it that probably was the hardest thing that i had to wrap my mind around <laughs> was wait is this from when i was a teenager or is this now i don't know anyway <laughs> that's my very generic those are very generic thoughts um i uh I, okay so there was a there was a um a reviewer who got in trouble had to like take down his review and apologize because part of his review was just complaining that this movie essentially had nothing really for for guys to to connect to at least not a lot that it's 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 mostly geared towards women and there's a lot of the like the Chinatown culture and the Buddhist culture in it yeah that just like he couldn't connect to and the reason he had to apologize and take it down is because people thought that this was a very, like, white-focused, male-focused, America-focused review, when in reality, they just should have given the review to somebody else. They shouldn't have published that review or given him the, uh, if that's all he was going to come up with, given him the assignment of reviewing it, like, yeah. which is what they eventually did. But, uh, again... Coming from a white male American focused mindset, there wasn't a whole lot for me to connect to in this movie, but I didn't dislike it. Uh, and then there were a few things in this movie that we'll talk about that I did connect with, uh, but more from a like a recovery and and um, 
just like learning how to deal with emotions and, and, you know, struggles like that. And, and even just as a, a parent's perspective, things that I did connect with. Yeah. Uh, it might not have been directly aimed at me or my demographic, but that doesn't mean that I can't pull stuff out of it. In fact, I've always really said that about most media, uh, especially media that maybe Christians are hesitant about. Right. Is that look hard enough, you'll find the messages that you want. Yes. Uh, you, know, you might also find messages in there that you don't like, but that doesn't mean you can't still pull some good out of it to yeah. use as an object lesson yeah. with your kids or whoever you're watching with. Um, and so there were some stuff like that that I was able to pull out that I enjoyed. Um, but going into it, I didn't realize it was going to be set in the past. And so the first thing I noticed is like, no, these kids have phones. Uh, that's <laughs> so, a, that was, why didn't I figure yeah, that out? That it, wasn't, was good. It, it wasn't until I made that connection. I'm like, oh, okay. This is back with the boy band era, or at least on the tail end of it. Like, I get it now. And uh, I read an interview with the director, writer, I don't know, uh, who grew up in this area in Canada at this time. Okay. You know, so it was based on her experience. But uh, I did like the the mystical elements of it, you know, the the red panda thing being like a rite of passage curse-esque kind of thing for the right. family now. It didn't start as a curse, but it kind of became a curse. Yeah. Um, I like that whole, you know, sci-fi nerdiness about it. Um, and we'll get into like the things that, you know, Christians had a problem with here in the next couple of days. But uh I didn't really find it all that problematic. There were a couple things I didn't like. Right. Uh, that were just a little little distasteful. Maybe it just could have been done a little differently. Okay. And it wouldn't have bugged me as much. But before we get into that, I'll, I'll ask you your, that question. What was your favorite or least favorite and least favorite thing about the movie? Okay. Uh, my favorite thing about the movie was just how spot on, coming from a girl's perspective, how spot on a lot of the emotions that are shown through May um, were portrayed. Yeah. I I don't think that it has ever been done better or more eloquently than the way that this movie presented. Mm. Just like those puberty feeling moments of confusion and shame and awkwardness and change and sure. confusion. I already said confusion, but anyway, um, my least favorite thing was the mom. <laughs> but you're supposed to kind of not like the mom at first, <laughs> so it did its job. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my favorite thing about the movie was how it took the time to show how both the mother began to understand the daughter better and that the daughter began to understand the mother's mm -hmm. uh, life better too. And that culminated in, again, we're talking spoilers here, culminated in that weird panda realm they, they showed up in right? where she sees her mom at her age crying about the same kind of stuff that she was crying about, about not being good enough, not feeling good enough, that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, being ashamed for one reason or another mm -hmm. and then her grabbing her by the hand and walking her out of that and how her mother, it showed like her mother aging as they're walking up into her real age mm -hmm. and 
that culminated in that kind of connection at the end where they just kind of understood each other. Like, yes, you're a young woman, you're growing up. I have to kind of get out of the way of that at the same time saying, I, you know, the, the daughter realizing I understand, you know, that not everything that you're doing is, uh, what you want to do or that, you know, you had the same feelings that I was a kid and you're just trying your best to guide me and it mm -hmm. might not be perfect, but I at least understand that the reason is because you're, you care about me and mm -hmm. you're trying, right. which, you know, all we can ask for, really. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know how Deidre and I are going to understand that part of our daughter's life when it comes or how we're going to react. Uh, that kind of stuff is scary, thinking about it, too. The thing that I hated about the movie was uh, the, the some of the choices of words. There is the scene where she's in full rebellion mode, and she's yelling, I like boys. I like dancing. And then she says, I like gyrating. That word is one of those words that just give me the jiblies, you know, just the ooh, no, because mm -mm. that word has too many connotations outside of dancing. Mm -hmm. In this sense, she just meant dancing with her hips. That's what she meant. Yeah. But that word has so many sexual connotations. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't like a character this young saying that word. <laughs> and we're supposed to be like empowered by it as an audience. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't, you could have cho chosen any other. Just, just say, I like dancing the way my friends dance. You know, just you know, be generic about it where we still understand what you're saying. You don't have to say gyrating. And I can understand that. I can completely get that. I have, I take. I don't know the word to use, but not gyrating. I, no, <laughs> I get very, very, very frustrated. And, um, like you said, Gross the ghibli, yeah. but I don't even like using that word. That's like, one right. Of you don't like ghibli. Um, whenever I hear like a, in a movie or a television show, a kid say a cuss word and mm. it's supposed to be done in a comical way. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't think of what was said, but the, Will Ferrell movie with the, he's the race car driver. Talladega Nights. And the kid with his mouth in yeah. that movie, it just dry. Like I'm, I, every single time I will walk away from a movie mm -hmm. so fast. If a kid is talking. I also know. Yeah. They've also made it a trend lately to make that endearing when a kid cusses. Yeah. No, like they did that in Endgame where they have his Robert Downey Jr.'s daughter, you know, say the S word twice. And I made it like an endearing scene. And like, you can't say that. Uh, that's, you know, that's my word. That's my, or that's mommy's word. Only she's allowed to say that. And she says it, he, she says it again. And I was, can you get out of here? And like, why? Because I got some important mess to do. You know, he says it again in front of his daughter. And makes it this wholesome father-daughter moment. And I'm like, but it's all around, based around using the S word. Like, yeah. that's, that's weird, right? We shouldn't be feeling all gooey about the daughter cussing yeah yeah it's it's gross and that's I, that's, I that's in too many things i don't like movies that make kids cuss or make kids like talk about you know gross sexual stuff i understand this stuff actually does happen in the real world 
I've I I know plenty of stories of you know elementary schools in our town of uh, oh yeah kids you know saying all kinds of gross things and talking about sexual things that they don't understand but they want people to think they do and just some weird one-upsmanship that they're doing with all the other kids it's disgusting there and I don't want to encourage it in movies and TV shows exactly <laughs> exactly. I, that could be like a whole other topic that we, we tackle one day, because I think that there's a, um, a very dangerous slippery slope that we put celebrity movie star kids in Sure. when we put them in roles like that. Yeah. Yeah. I so, agree. Anyway. But either way, overall, what would you rate the, rate the movie? One to 10? Uh, probably seven and a half. Yeah. I'm about right there too. About yeah. seven yeah. or so. So those are our basic thoughts. Now, tomorrow we're going to have our Discord. Discoid. Discoid? Have our Discoid join us okay. uh, for a discussion of some of the more controversial moments of the movie. We'll be back with more. Stick around. think of our topic this week? Is there something we got wrong? Something we forgot? We would love for you to give us an earful. Join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the Respond to Show channel. Message us on the socials at the Backrow LTN or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052. What's up, nerd? Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Tune in to LTN Radio for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie 24-7. Not to mention a whole network of podcasts, shows, specials, and shorts, many of which air on LTN Radio before they're available anywhere else. Join us at LTNOnAir.com to see our schedule, stream our station, and download our app. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. All right, before we go, we want to share our poll of the week. Given our main topic, we asked you if puberty turned you into an animal, a la turning red. Which animal out of these four would you have turned into? All right, so we gave you the option of a bear, a giraffe, a ferret, or a squid. No, uh, a squid. squid? Yeah, a squid. A squid? <laughs> Which one of those animals did puberty That's turn you disgusting. into? <laughs> the squid is disgusting. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> Haven't you seen? You know, there, there's always those teenagers that that when they hit puberty, they get all just they're always moist. You know, they're just always greasy, always That's greasy so and wet, <laughs> sweaty. <laughs> The bear, the people that get all okay, the bear. chubby and hairy. Oh, see, that's not what I was thinking. What were you I thinking? was thinking like angry. <sighs> okay, that's probably part of it too. Which would giraffe or the be... tall, gangly ones? No. The ones oh. that just sprout up like two feet. Okay, in a year. see, I'm not thinking what, in yeah. terms of like physical appearance. I am thinking in terms. 
So explain a ferret to me. The ferret is the the one that like their body starts kind of growing out of proportion and they kind of look like a mouse or a rat for a little while and just kind of get kind of gross. <laughs> I don't. They all happen. I was all of them at one point. Which one do you think was the number one <laughs> guest? I chose an animal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying bear. Correct. 51.4% said bear. 25.7% said ferret. And that was Tad. Tad said ferret. For, <laughs> and I'm going to need him to explain that. I don't like. 14.3 said giraffe and 8.6 said squid. I mean, ferrets do stink. <laughs> ferrets are disgustingly smelly. So I guess that that <laughs> could make sense. That's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, surprisingly, this is one of those things where, you know, I just picked, you know, four animals based on my best kind of estimation of what. You know, we could think of for this kind of analogy. And normally people are like, well, I was more, you know, they added their own reply. Like, well, I feel like I was more of a, you know, Okay, so what cat. did other people know. reply? Nothing. Like these four were the perfect four for most people. No, I don't think that they understood it. <laughs> I think that that's like, I think they were so thrown off by like the question and then the choices that they were like, um, I don't know. Did you just call Tad really smelly? <laughs> That's not what I was saying. See, okay, so Tad was thinking in the same terms that I was. He said, I was just thinking I like hiding, hyper, and creative. Which, sure. that's what, like, I'm trying to, when you look I gross, guess, you personify <laughs> these animal characteristics in terms of a pub- Besant team. <laughs> so not in terms of like physicality. I not I would have never even thought of like the height of a giraffe and being awkwardly tall and lanky. I never or hairy and a little bit chubby like a bear. No. I was going emotional, which apparently was also what Tad was thinking. Apparently. <laughs> Either way, that's fine. With you me. did not <laughs> How, well, what emotions do a giraffe? Do Lazy. Lazy. Like very just kind of, mm, you know, you know? yeah, leaves. just mm, always kind of mm. eating, taking mm. everything super slow. <laughs> See, and so then a squid. I'm going to walk 10 like, feet. It's going to take me an hour. Matt. Mm. <laughs> I'm still going to need you to explain your thought process with squid. I, I feel like I was pretty clear with squid. <laughs> oh. The sweaty, stinky, oily-faced, just all all the time, wet in some fashion. Yeah, but and they secrete things, and that's yeah. immediately what I thought. Like well, that too. They You're just sec- go around like sque- secreting goops and bodily fluids all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that only 8% of people said that one. Like, <laughs> Let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Psalm 3124. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Be strong, Mo. <laughs> it's going to take a lot. And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. 
Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you, nerd. nerd. Come on.